what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a street girl, that's me, Kayla. And our special guest, that's me, Janie. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, mental health. Sounds fake, but okay. Hello, guys. It's us. We're dead, and we're here. Yep. A disclaimer, we don't think mental health is fake. We all have issues with it, and it's fine. We're all healthy. We're doing great. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Oh, Kayla. (laughs) What a good start. Um, Thank you. What a good start to the episode. We're sorry this one is late. Life is a disaster. But you know I'm not that sorry, because I'm very tired. All right. Okay. Kayla, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about mental health and how it affects your relationships and your love things. And we have downtown Janie Brown. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. A cough for you. All right. Kayla. Yeah. Start talking. (laughs) When I was in... (laughs) When I was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog in high school, I started having anxiety. And my body was like, you know what would be fun is if every time I got an anxiety attack, I puked everywhere. So that was exciting. (laughs) And then your girl went to therapy and she got some meds, which kind of makes it better most of the time. Anyway, (laughs) since then, I've had two relationships. One of them handled the mental health poorly. The other one was great. In high school, I dated a guy who just was very dumb and would get very frustrated because he was like, why are you sad all the time? What's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. Incredible. Incredible. Um, My most recent relationship, the ex, so referenced, um, I think I puked in front of him after like a month or two of dating. It was like a quick turnaround where I was like, hey. Um, this happens. I'm puking now. I'm puking now. He handled it fine. A couple months later, I had a bad reaction to meds and was puking, like, every day for a couple months. That was a good time. Yeah, Sarah loved it. I loved <laughs> sharing a room with that. He also handled that fine. Now that I'm back, like, on the scene... I'd like everyone to know that Kayla just did a weird dance just with her arms. Wiggling. It's the uh, single person dance. It's yes. Single ready to mingle. This shuffle. is how I attract... But men, listen, it's just a concern, because I get anxious about, like, new situations and, like, men in general, and I'm like, wow, I could puke at any minute, and we just started talking last week. This is, how's this gonna go? Yep. So that's what I'm dealing with currently, is I'm like, well, I could just puke on you. (laughs) That is, um... A kink probably some people have. You know, it's not what I'd like to participate <laughs> in, though. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. I can't contribute much to this conversation. You can't. I can't. That's okay. I don't puke when I get anxious, which is good. That's nice. I also just, like, don't eat. Yeah. It's fine. I have to make Kayla eat sometimes. It's cute. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. But Janie... We've brought you onto this show. Uh, yes, hello, it's me. I'm this, here. This disaster of a show. 
Great. Yeah, we're dragging pretty hard right now. <laughs> we are. <laughs> it is um, 8 in the morning, and I'm drinking a Mountain Dew, so uh, that's where we are. It's 8 in the morning, and I wish I was drinking a Mountain Dew. That's where I am at. Yikes. That's how you know it's bad. Yikes, <laughs> 183, am I right, ladies? Oh, man. Oh, boy. No one who does not go to the school is going to get that, but that's okay. Good. Yeah, rip. Um, <laughs> okay, back to the topic. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to, to contribute, so I'm just going to pivot no? to you. Pivot. Pivot. Sure. So I have depression, which I think is the opposite of anxiety. Well, I have both, if it makes you feel better. Okay. <laughs> I have depression, which is the opposite of half of Kayla. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, which started when I was 15, so a sophomore in high school. I'm now very old. Um, <laughs> I'm 22. Oh, shit. She's an old woman. <laughs> so that's seven years. Um... Yeah, it has fluctuated in severity a lot. In that time, I've had two and a half relationships, and a, or I guess the uh, two and a half romantic relationships, and then a mildly obscene amount of sexual relationships. <laughs> um, and depression has come up in some of them, and not all of them. Um, it's more an issue of if something is flaring up or I'm having an episode at that point, I'll be like, Hey, listen, this is about to happen. Um, you should probably walk away. I, I've had the conversation a lot where I, I like, have also had that before, but I've given like the, Hey, listen, I am kind of a messed up person. I'm giving you an out right now conversation. Yikes. I haven't gone that lot. far with my high school boyfriend. Part of the problem was I was like, I am not feeling well. Like, I need to not talk to you for a while. And he was like, what did I do? And he, like, freaked out. And I was like, chill out. Please go away. It's just my brain. It's just my brain. But, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, no, I've been like, hey. Like, it gets really, really bad sometimes. Like, hospital-level bad. So, if you don't want to be here to deal with this, like, this is your free ticket. Here's your free pass. I will not be upset. And I don't think anyone has ever taken it, taken oh, that out. That's nice. To the credit of everybody I've ever known. Yeah, that's nice of them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that'd be kind of really shitty. Yeah, I mean, it becomes an issue later on. Well, and well, I'm sure people have no. thought back and be like, wow, remember that pass that she offered me? That would have yeah, been like... Yeah, I feel like anyone that takes that, you're just like, obviously you're giving it to them. But like anyone who takes it is like, wow, you're like kind of an asshole. Because like this person is like not doing well and you're just like, Bye. Yeah, I wonder if that's a shitty thing to do. Like now that I'm taught, no, offering it. Offering. Because on the surface, that seems like the reasonable thing to do from my end, but also, also setting the person up for Yeah, because they either take it and are an asshole or just stay and like, or like, oh. Wow, on this week's podcast, Janie realizes she might be an asshole. <laughs> Yay! But I mean, okay, here's the thing. So that your option is you do that or you do, you tell them nothing. And in either case, because I've been, in, not personally, but I've been in a situation where friends of mine have, like, wanted to break up with someone, but because of some certain timing, like, was their birthday, it was something, like, they felt like they couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that even if you don't say anything, and even if they don't want to stick around, they probably still would if they're half a decent person. Yeah, it's kind of, like, implied that, like, when you're going through something shitty, like, it'd be an asshole move to just be, like... I'm leaving. Yeah. 
I don't know, but that also adds, at least for me, an added layer of guilt, almost. My guess. Because you know that the person, on some level, is kind of just staying or sticking around because of those circumstances. That's what I had at the end of my most recent relationship. Like, things, like, when we would talk about, like, issues that we were having, a couple times I got, like, really bad anxiety and I would, like, throw up. And so I was like, wow, he's, like, not going to talk to me about these issues anymore because he's afraid of giving me anxiety. And so is he, like, keeping stuff from me and, like, just not going to talk about these issues? It ended up being fine because we broke up and, like, which was a good thing. I'm fine. Um, no, like, it's, it was a good yeah. thing that we broke up, but, yeah. like, it was a worry, and I brought it up to him a couple times, like, I know that I go through this stuff, like, you have to talk to me, like, you can't just, like, tiptoe around me and treat me like I'm not a person, because I, like, threw up a couple times. It's rough. Puking. A fun fact about me puking, I have puke bags that I sometimes just, like, bring in my backpack. They're certified medical puke bags. Incredible. Really? Yeah. I had known her for, like... Oh, um, my God. A day before you puked to the bathroom of Chipotle, didn't you? Uh, or yeah. You, yeah. Well, and that was, like, our, day two of Our, moment. like, day two of, like, me and Sarah's freshman year. I was very anxious because, like, college, and I was right. like, ah, we were in Chipotle, and I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I puked in the Chipotle puked bathroom. Puked in the Chipotle bathroom. Is this episode just about puking? This episode brought to you by puking. Mm. To be fair, I'm sure people have done a lot worse in the Chipotle bathroom. You are not wrong. See our last episode about what people do in the Starbucks bathroom. Right. <laughs> Just transfer to Chipotle. It's only a couple doors down. And probably smellier. Yeah. Because Chipotle. Yeah. Beans. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like me as a person. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I don't, okay. Because I don't have, like, romantic relationships... My brain sometimes... Okay, I've never been diagnosed with anything, but sometimes my but brain... But you know, you'd have it. it yeah. Um, <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> and so I feel like I have to come at it from, like, a different... Because, like, I don't ever think about, like, oh, I have to tell this person or they're going to break up with me. Oh, shit. And so I just feel like I'm in, like, a very different situation. So, like, what you guys experience is very foreign to me about, like, having to be like, hey... I, you, what? prepare for puke. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like, yeah. Because you don't like, really do that with your friends. No, because your friends, you kind of expect to just be like, you're going to deal with this. Yeah. Like, when I puke around you, I'm like, well, this is uh, what she signed up for. Yep, and I'm usually like, I don't know what to do. That but, sounds on brand. Um, Pats from a distance with yeah. a broom. <laughs> just patting her head with a broom from a long distance away. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, it makes it weird that you would think that if you're, like, bonded with someone in a romantic relationship, they should even more be signed up to deal with it. But for some reason, it's different. Yep. Yeah, it's almost friends, like, you become friends with someone and they go all in. But when you start dating somebody, it's kind of, like, slowly easing them into the shitstorm that is your life. Like, you can't just open it up all at once. Which is, like, weird. Yeah. Yeah, Because you would think it would be the opposite, maybe. And maybe for some people it is. But I feel like yeah. in general, at least for me, it's like, I, I got an easy win so I don't scare you away. It could just be like, it It might feel like the stakes are higher. That's true. Just because like, well, it's like, if you're a person who wants to like get married and like have a future that involves like a family and kids, like you're like, you know, I'm stuck with this person forever. Yeah. Whereas a friendship, it feels, 
I mean, sure, you might want to be friends with that person until you die, but, like, it it tends to be a lot more, like, fluid, yeah. and, like, it's just, like, okay, we're best friends right now, but in ten years, maybe we'll just, you know, like each other's Facebook posts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna like your Facebook posts. That's rude. Mm. It's because you'll tell me that you like them in person. You'll just... Oh, because we're going to live together. We're going to marry. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You'll just be like, oh, Sarah, what a great Facebook post. Not that I ever really post on Facebook. Not that Facebook's going to be around in 10 years. It's chill. Anyway. Eat Arby's. (laughs) Oh, this episode brought to you by Arby's? Nihilist Arby's? Go ahead. uh, If you're on Twitter, after following this Twitter's podcast, or this podcast Twitter, which is... At SoundsFakePod. Go ahead wow. and go over to at nihilist underscore Arby's. Uh, it'll change your life uh, for the worse or for the better. Up to you. <laughs> uh, but it'll change it. That's for damn sure. Yikes. Oh, man. How does nihilist Arby's affect your relationships, Kayla? It doesn't. I actually shit? hate I hate Arby's. This has but this was an argument in my past relationship about how shitty Arby's is oh. versus that it's not. Um it is. Arby's is terrible. Okay. She's taken a strong stance on Arby's. <laughs> I would say <laughs> why <laughs> ten out of ten times I will disclose my love for nihilist Arby's before I disclose my mental illnesses. Illness. One. Not seven. I have one. Seven. <laughs> Incredible. Yikes. I mean, I think your love for Nihilist Arby should be shared with everyone. I, so for Michigan graduation, I, a lot of people decorate their graduation caps, and so I chose, I did a big, like, block M in the middle, and then around it I wrote a lot of different words, mm-hmm. and, like, clubs and organizations that influenced my time at college, so... Um, like the Michigan Quidditch team, I was involved in Wolverine Support Network, which was a mental health advocacy group. Um, I wrote the title of my thesis, um, and I absolutely wrote at Nihilist Arby's on God, because that is a Twitter account that has heavily influenced my time at the University of Michigan. Truly incredible, Jamie. Truly incredible. I will uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll tweet a picture of my graduation cap at the, um, the podcast Twitter. We will. Please we will do. retweet it. Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing! Yikes! Yikes! But also, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kayla, I don't know. I don't know if you experience this either, but it's more, I think, nuanced than an issue of whether or not to tell them. Yes, I experienced this. And just kind of bring it up in the first place, but then also mm-hmm. how much to disclose to them. Yeah. It, yeah, because I feel like this, I've been talking to, like, a male recently, mm-hmm. and I've been, like, I he, like, knows, because I think I was expressing to him my, like, frustration with how I deal with, like, several of my friends' mental illnesses, too. Like, I don't know what it is about me, but I just, like, attract people that, like, need help. Which is fine. Like, I love helping people, and they're my friends, so obviously I'm going to do it. But I think, I don't know, for some reason I was talking to him about how sometimes it's, like, a lot. And so I mentioned my mental illness, and I was joking with him about how, like, my drug of choice was, like, Prozac, and he did not know what that was. And I was like, boy, what? Um, But it's not like I was like, yeah, and I puke. Like, you know. Yeah. And I feel like when you're you're just friends with someone, like, as we said earlier, just kind of, like, you you find out like slowly yeah in like in time uh, yeah 
I mean, you did puke on like day two, but like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like with like a romantic relationship, it probably should be about the same. But then it's like, well, do you have to physically tell them, or do you have to wait till you puke? Yeah. Like, well, then it's weird because you might think. Like, my issue, I was like, oh, are you not going to tell me certain things because you're worried that I'm going to, like, have an anxiety attack? It's like, well, do I want these people to know because are they going to treat me differently? Yeah. Like, with friends, I don't often worry about it because the people I surround myself with are generally, like, either also deal with mental health issues or are just, like, really great about it. High five. Nice. Um, <laughs> but, like, when you go out and just meet a stranger, like... Who knows? And often when you're dating someone, I mean, it's great if it's, like, someone that's already your friend, but, like, I feel like often when you're dating someone, it's someone that you don't know as well, so you don't know how they're going to react to it. And then, yeah, you have to decide, like, am I going to, like, out my mental illness to you? Yeah. Come out of the mental illness closet? Yeah, the thing, too, is that mental, or especially depression, um, there's a mood disorder, so if someone doesn't know that you have depression, they're going to think that that's part of your personality, and for me, that's a huge thing, because normally when I'm not depressed, I'm, like, I'm pretty fun, I'm like, I'm like, Jamie's a a fun lady, she's a fun lady, yeah, I try my best, I I tell some jokes, (laughs) sometimes received well, sometimes received very poorly, um, (laughs) usually there's laughter either with me or at me, but. You do I'll your take, best. I'll, I'll take it. Um, no, but when when I'm experiencing like a depressive episode, it changes my personality mm-hmm. very, very drastically. And I think were I to meet somebody and they were to experience that side of me first before experiencing the side that I would rather portray, the one that I, I more identify with as myself instead mm-hmm. of you know depression. Um, I think that's a huge problem, and I think that that gives people the wrong idea of what you are and, like, what you're about. Yeah. Um, so that's a thing. Yeah. It's also hard, because then it's, like, I feel like sometimes people get confused about, like, which is the real you. Like, because obviously I think we would identify ourselves, like, without our mental illness, mm-hmm. like, influencing us as, like, the real us. But it's a part of you. But it's a part of me. Like, I think, I remember my my first boyfriend in high school, he named the me that was, like... Ooh. Well, because it was before, really, I knew what depression yeah. was, and like, it was before I figured out, so it wasn't, like, as bad yeah. then, thinking back on it, and it's like, <sighs> but, like, like, we named it. Like, that's how much of, like, a dichotomy it was, but it's yeah. like, that you can't, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> and I also feel like it's just an issue of, like, with, like, I'm, when my brain's not doing very well, I'm pretty good at, like, faking it to the general population. Yeah, Sarah's a good, uh, she's a fan of a good suppression. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, if I know you well enough, there gets to a point where, like, I can't fake it anymore. And if you're in a romantic relationship with someone, they're gonna find out eventually. Like, you can't, Mm. it's not healthy to try and fake it around them all the time. Yeah, that's just not a healthy relationship. Well, girl, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Well, shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough out there, folks. It's tough out there. Let's just all not. N- not what? Mm-hmm. Just not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good one. Just stop having mental health problems. That's, you know. Just be happy. Just be I happy. Need a smile. <laughs> you just try going for walks every morning. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That's, yep. 
I recently told someone about my mental health and they were like, oh, I prefer like long talks with my therapist when I told them I take drugs. And I was like, that's great, but bitch, sometimes you need both. Yeah. Yeah, what works for one person is not going to work for everyone else. It's also the whole drugs thing is a little like, some people are like, okay, and some people are like, oh, she's on medication. It's It's like, bitch. Uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I you am. want me to function as a human being. Yes, I'm on meds. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about it. About it. Incredible. Have I told you guys about the uh, the TMS therapy that I'm starting? No. Nay. Okay, so TMS stands for transcranial magnetic stimulation. So basically... Wow. Yeah, it hurts, it hurts a little bit. But oh, they, good! Basically, they take, um, a, like, a magnetic pulse, mm-hmm. and they do a little zappy-doo on your brain. I've heard of that. In places that are thought to be correlated, or at least related to um, depression, so yeah. parts of your brain that are not as highly activated uh-huh. in a depressed brain. Um, and you do this, like, a bunch of times a week for maybe four or five weeks, and okay. then... Um, it's been proven to be super duper effective. Um, yeah. It's really meant for people who have been, I think the criteria is at least four different antidepressants with no real results. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's meant to be, it's supposed to be really effective at the mm. end. But I started, I had the mapping session on last Thursday. Did you see your brain? No, so I didn't get to see my brain, but basically Lame. what they do is they use your motor cortex as a landmark. So they take the zappy do. <laughs> and they put it... Scientific name. I, uh, it's me, a scientist. Uh, <laughs> they put it on, or they, they try to find your motor cortex on the left side of your brain. Um, and they find it by having you hold up your hand, um, and they'll send pulses. And when they find the right place, your hand twitches. Um, and then they use that as a landmark, and they have an algorithm, I think. Uh, I don't remember the exact measurement, but using the motor cortex area that they just found, they're able to find the part of the prefrontal cortex um, that they're targeting in the therapy. Um, it's really fun. It's so they do. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> it's so they. Uh, it's they start you on four seconds of rapid pulsing, like rapidly pulsating uh, magnetic shocks, almost. It kind of feels like somebody's tapping on your head, but also inside of your head. Hmm. And it does, it's hurts a little bit, but it's more just uncomfortable. But it's four seconds of that, and then 26 seconds of rest um, for 37 minutes, I oh think, my is God. the length of a session. Hmm. But they set you up with a TV. I watched That's... Hot Rod on Thursday. Oh. <laughs> um, and Hot Rod, I will argue, has one of the funniest scenes in the history is that the one of with Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yeah, the in okay. the history of cinema where <laughs> Andy Samberg uh yells, I have to go to my quiet place and runs into the woods and reenacts the dramatic Kevin Bacon dance scene from Footloose <laughs> and then scene. falls down a hill. Um and the the falling montage lasts for approximately two minutes. <laughs> and he's just falling down a hill. And the landscape is changing. It just keeps zooming out and out and out. <laughs> Highly recommend. It's good. Um, but they luckily they have you strapped in, kind of. Um, or like kind of, your head is surrounded by machinery. So it doesn't. It doesn't move from the coordinates that they just found, which is lucky because I was straight cackling as <laughs> Sandberg is toppling down a hill. <laughs> as you, when you said the thing about like stimulating the parts of the brain, it made me think of like, okay, so like 
mental health issues. Okay, I mm-hmm. ADHD. I have it. I don't take anything for it. But if you do, a lot of people are like surprised to find out that you don't take like you don't take what's the opposite of a stimulant? Downer. Depressant. Depressant. You don't take depressants for ADHD. You take stimulant stimulants, which people find confusing because when they think of ADHD, they're like. Ooh, your brain's doing too much. But it's actually because your brain is not stimulated enough. And so, now I'm just thinking, because, like, a lot of times ADHD and other mental health problems go hand in hand. And Mm -hmm. for me, they, like, feed off of each other. Mm -hmm. So, like, now I'm just trying to think, like, that's a combination of things that, like, I don't know where I was going with this. I forgot. Mm -hmm. ADHD. It's like you have ADHD or something. Yeah. No, but basically, just, like, if you have more than one mental health issue, that they all intersect. Yeah. And it, that is a struggle also. Mm-hmm. Like, depression and anxiety, I don't have, like, too many issues with them intersecting at the same time. But it sucks when they do because it's like, well, for depression, I, like, don't want to do anything. And I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But then my anxiety is like, Kayla, you're going to fail your entire life because you're not doing anything. And so then they like, literally the opposite. And mm-hmm. it's like, huh, well... Which do I listen to? Uh, neither. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just neither. Healthy. Amazing. Oh, Kayla just sent some really nice finger guns my way. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, indeed. <laughs> well, we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. And, yep. I'm great at potting. Uh, I'm gonna die. I make $4 a month doing this. Two dollars? Uh, two. I make... We make two dollars each. I make two dollars When we get married and we share finances, it'll be four a month. That's for true. Both of us. <laughs> when are we getting married? I don't know. Okay. We should start planning it. Let's Janie, can you officiate our Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can you become... Are you okay with a Jewish wedding? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> very okay. You get to, like, step on a glass yeah. and I'll lift you on a chair. I'm very okay with a Jewish wedding. You're gonna have a uh, chuppah? <laughs> uh, chuppah is the, the wedding tent, so it's like a little tent that you stand under. And you gotta walk around it seven times. Oh, that seems like a lot. Can we, it's like, cut that down a little bit? Yeah, if you want to be smited by God and go to Jewish hell. I do. Just kidding. <laughs> Jews don't have hell. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Gotcha. Got him. <laughs> Jewish burn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. Yikes. I will say mine, too. I, so, yes, my depression has many layers, uh, similar like to that onion. of an ogre. Ogre's <laughs> onion. I like onions. Onion onions. parfait. Have layers. <laughs> A cake. Other layered things. Everybody likes parfaits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the whole cast of Shrek just walked into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, but it has, so it has, like I was saying before, kind of deciding how much you want to disclose to people. And this could be romantic or platonic relationships, I think, in my experience, or even familial relationships, which is something I particularly have struggled with is opening up to my family about this because so I, so I have like the kind of the upper surface level where you Physically, I just get very tired and just, I, like, I lose all energy and motivation to move and, like, take care of myself. And that becomes an issue. But then it's also, like I said, it's been fluctuating uh, 
between bad and worse over the past <laughs> <laughs> over the past seven or so years, and I've also dealt with some suicidality issues. Um, and so that becomes a whole different thing because if you choose to go that deep and open up with people, there becomes like a safety issue and people becoming concerned about your safety. Um, and that's a thing that I've experienced where I will open up about it and people will, A, either be overly concerned and if I say something, they'll freak out and think that like, oh, you need to be taken to the hospital right now. Like something is terribly wrong. And I, knowing myself, will know that it's not that bad, um, but I'm very aware that it can come off as much worse It's than hard it to convince people of that if yeah. they know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But then conversely, it can also go the other way, where I know that I'm feeling really bad and need some professional help in some sense. And I will go to someone and they'll say, oh, like, I've seen you depressed before. Like, it's, if you go to sleep, it'll pass. Like, that, that, it's worked for you in the past. And that is something that I, I will use sleep as a coping mechanism. I'll take a nap or... Like, go to sleep and worry about it in the morning, or usually it does pass. Um, I just sleep a lot. That's my coping mechanism. I sleep a lot, too. (laughs) I require the sleep of a newborn infant. A lot of people are like, oh, like, symptom of depression is, like, you, like, never sleep and you never eat. And it's like, okay, but also, conversely, you can oversleep. You can oversleep and overeat. Tag yourself, me. Continue. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a hard thing to navigate, too, is explaining to people things that have happened to you in the past and assuring them that it won't happen again, but also not being able to do that because you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been on, like, the opposite end of that where I've had friends that have been suicidal and have told me and that it's very difficult to tell when they need help and, like, when you need to call someone Mm -hmm. because... I remember that. Yeah, that was a stressful day. Um... Because you don't want to be responsible if something does happen and you don't yeah. tell anyone. But also, like, you don't want to bother someone and be like, well, they say they're okay. I don't want to put them through extra stress by having someone, like, come talk to them or, like, them have to go somewhere. But, like, just on the opposite end of it from someone that's, like, had to, you know, be on the opposite end of you. It is very, it's hard because, like, you don't know. You don't know? You don't know. And you yeah. want just, just like, to make sure they're safe, because it's obviously someone you care about. Mm-hmm. But it's, like... Mental health hey. issues are stupid for everyone, is what yeah. I'm hearing. Yeah, that's, uh... That's it, kids. Yep. I'd like everyone to know that we just sat in silence for, like, a minute, because we're all very tired. <laughs> I just want to die, that's all. But do you actually? Uh, yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that is not how you deal with people who are actually no. suicidal, ladies and gentlemen. And that gentlemen. was a reenactment of what not to do. Yay. Incredible. Well, I don't have anything else to add. Do you have any feelings and thoughts? I would say that I am a ball of feelings oh. and thoughts. But <laughs> I don't know any of them are. Uh, retweet. Retweet. Oh, no. Oh, is Kayla going to get another text during this I'm episode? not. It's 8 in the morning. No one is talking to me. That's true. Actually, I just got a text. All right. Um, oh, wow. She's popular. Wasn't no. Yeah, that's a not a good one. Okay. Um, so. Not ready. A poll. Uh, oh, no. What should our poll be? This was not a very funny episode. It's hard to do polls on a poll. Oh. funny. Which mental illness do you have? No. <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> Jane, do you have a poll idea?
What's the worst possible thing you could do in a Chipotle bathroom? Oh, it's okay. such a good one. Puke? Have sex. Extreme diarrhea. Yeah. What's the fourth one? Fall asleep. Just sleep right on the floor. On the toilet. What about, ooh, what about have a baby? Ooh, okay, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a very good one. Give birth. All right, so to run it down, today's poll. What's the worst thing to do in a Chipotle bathroom? Puke. Puke. Have sex. Extreme diarrhea. Give birth to a baby. As opposed to an antelope? Yes. Okay. That would be fine. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> all been there. All right. Oh, no. People are going to see that poll and be like, what the fuck was this And then they episode? won't listen to it, and that's fine. Everything's fine. All right. So, you can find that poll on our Twitter, at SoundsFakePod. If you don't have a Twitter, why? Um, you should get one just to follow us. I agree. Um, but if not, uh, you can you can uh, respond to it. <laughs> Going well. You could respond. You could email us. Soundsfakepod at gmail.com. You could email us with your experience with mental health and relationships. That'd be fun. If you're comfortable doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be stellar. If you are if you have nailed how to approach it, please let, let us know. know. Uh, that'd be dope. Um, also, let us, if you email us about that and you're willing for us to share the information, do let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to if you don't want to, no. but you know, just throw it out there. Um, where can this podcast be listened to? As if they're not already listening to it. Yeah, um, to listen to it next time, since you're definitely not listening to it now. Um, uh, it is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and several other places. Really, anywhere you get your podcasts. So you can also leave um, a response to our poll just in the comments of that. Leave us a review. I'd appreciate it. Yep. Um, we also yeah. have Patreon patrons. Don't know why. Don't know why. But we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, our $5 patrons, we have Jennifer Smart, who, listen, okay, okay, wait. Last week, we asked her if we said it right, and then she said know. we said it right, but we said it two different ways, and now we don't know. Jennifer, we're sorry. We're sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> it's either Leon or Leon. I, I think, think it's Leon. I think it's Leon. Jennifer, is it Leon? Anyway. That's the question. Yes or no? Is it Lee? <laughs> okay. Um, she's got a YouTube channel. It's at Lee and Productions. If you want to find it, it's pretty dope. Then you have Asritha. Asritha was promoting her singleness. Is she still promoting? She's promoting her just her like life in general. Okay. Just her existence. Okay. Yeah. Asritha exists. She's pretty dope. She's at Asritha underscore V. That's at A S R I T H A underscore V. Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. We have Emma. Mm-hmm. She's got a face. Mm-hmm. She's got a Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's got an Instagram. Mm-hmm. All at Emma T. Fink, <laughs> including her face. Her face is also at Emma T. Fink. E-M-M-A-T-F-I-N-K. We did it. Lit. Thank you for, like, suffering through oh, this episode with us. I'm so with sorry, us. you guys. Last episode it was, a, it was <laughs> a disaster. This was a disaster. It was a bit of a downer, and we're all a little bit dead. But thank you, Janie, for coming I'm so excited to have Janie. Yeah, hey, come follow me on my Twitter. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of just retweeting nihilist arby. Her Twitter is actually very funny. It's a good Twitter. Janie's what's, a funny lady. What's your Twitter? It's at VP Dick Janie. Like <laughs> Dick Cheney. Okay. But but Dick Janie. Yeah, it's actually yeah. funny because it has the word dick in it. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely retweet her graduation cap and then you can mm-hmm. just you can follow her on that. <laughs> definitely follow her. She's a funny lady. She is. Is that all? Yep. All right. 
Thank you for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cat.